All right. Welcome to a special edition of the Landis Grow podcast. I'm Mary Bendixson. I'm chief of staff here at Landis, and I am here today at the Landis Connector in Des Moines. I'm joined by Matt Karstens, our president and CEO, and Brad Chedister, chief technology and innovation officer for DefenseWorks. Welcome, you both. That's a long title. Where'd you get that? I just make it up as I go along, man. Yes. I mean, it's a lot of syllables in there. (laughs) Well, the longer it is, the more important you might feel to yourself, right? Why? Whatever works for you. (laughs) We're all good. (laughs) Well, these two are with us here today because we had some really exciting news to share this week. Um, And I'm going to turn things over to Matt Karstens here to talk about our announcement of LandWorks and share what that is and what it means to all of you, our farmer owners. Matt, take it away. Yeah, thanks, Mary and Brad. Uh, good to have uh, have you both in this discussion. But you know, LandWorks is, is is absolutely tough to explain without a doubt. But if you if you strip all of the the complexity of this, and we'll try to break through that today, uh, it, it's really putting the farmer back in the center of innovation, and and that's what we've got to do. If you look at innovation across all industries, and particularly you see it in ag, where we're still very rooted in our past. You've got the major corporations are the ones that really are, are driving innovation for particularly their profits, shareholder value, and, and Wall Street, whatever the case may be. And, and that's not where it belongs. There's so many things that we're hearing from our farmers that, that need addressed and that, that real innovation can, can solve. And it's not just things like equipment or software, data. Uh, there's things we're working on like health insurance and how we help the farmer with with investments and the future and the cost of that future. And that's what excites me is, is a co-op of today, Mary and Brad, it's really got to be about the farmer and what are the challenges today that need to be addressed as we look forward and, and how do we best address them. So putting that farmer, that feedback they've given us, Mary, you were on a lot of those visits with us. Brad, you got to see some of that group that we, we pressure tested this winter. And then it takes leadership, right? Somebody that goes, um, oh, okay, although this is the challenge, here's some other ways that we can attack that. And I'll think of upgrades, like I mentioned today in our, in our press or, or, or uh, big announcement and launch, like Thomas Edison or Henry Ford, that you know, when, when they did what they did at the time, people were like, I don't get it. I'm not sure, right? Do we really need this? We want a faster hole. A little crazy, a little disruptive. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's what agriculture needs is, is their co-op has to step forward and push that boundary based on the feedback that we hear. And what we learned, Mary, as you know, here at Landis is that's a big lift financially, time-wise and talent-wise. And we're really good at, at, at the core of what we have to do for our farmers and grain, agronomy, animal nutrition, you know, soy processing on down the line. But when it comes to this, our best bet was to find a relationship that that really had the ecosystem, had the resources, and had the talent to take this to a level, which is kind of where where Brad entered into this this is uh, opportunity today with the fence works and what now is the twelfth innovation hub yeah. of Landworks. So exciting to bring together agriculture and this national security community in a way that I don't think anybody's seen before in this industry. Uh, But as Matt said, you know innovation like back of your hand, Brad. You've got such a cool background with DefenseWorks. Could you share a little bit more about um, your path and and some of the cool work you've done with DefenseWorks and those innovation hubs? Yeah, happy to and and very honored and fortunate to be here. So this partnership uh, means a lot to us and it means a lot to national security. Also is going to mean hopefully a ton to the farmer. 
and the end users here in the agricultural community. So yeah, uh, my background's a little a little wonky, a little varied, uh, but um, grew up in a military family, so always kind of had that that kind of you know that push behind me. Um, engineer by trade, by by degree, biomedical engineer, but. Um, I, I got into going into, um, into special operations and supporting them and was kind of, you know, going in as a young man, trying to figure out where my, where my fit was. And it turns out that they had a lot of fit for me. So it was, uh, we always call it a good voluntold situation. So we got involved with a lot of different programs, anything from biomedical research to, you know, identity operations to classified programs to, um, you know, this big human performance technology operations. And then also there was a big Ironman effort, right? So if anybody has uh, any time for fun bathroom reading, you can read about the Talos project, T-A-L-O-S. So that was a big initiative, but really it was kind of, I was force fed by the leadership in a good way and mentor to be different, to be a maverick, to think about problems from a different perspective, not be bound by the bureaucratic way it should be, but think about the way it could be, right? So. That um, caused us and caused me and some other great uh, folks that, you know, are my mentors to create these platforms that acted differently than the federal government was used to. They, they were more agile. They were more innovative. They were more functional. They, they used speed as well as impact in the whole process. And so that kind of was the preemptive setup of DefenseWorks. And now we have multiple hubs across the country. So I'm just blessed and fortunate and honored to be able to work with the great staff and the great folks that we have in support of all these different really, really novel and interesting ideas, all helping to better national security, but also better our country as a whole and the infrastructure. So yeah, varied background, and uh, hopefully I get to meet a lot of you that are listening here that when you're coming through Landworks and Landis, and I'm happy to sit down and have a cup of coffee with you and really kind of dive into it and get to know you. But yeah, I was just blessed to be here. Awesome. So just how exactly did Landis from Iowa here and, and DefenseWorks and through your SoftWorks hub in Tampa, how did these two entities come together? Well, I don't know if you want to tell it, but I, I have my version, so. Well, I'll see your version. I've told it enough. I'm interested in yours. You can tell me how wrong I am when I get them out. <laughs> so Matt and I were first connected through a mutual friend of ours. Um, so a guy that I used to work with, uh, he was actually came from the SEAL team. So really, really awesome forward-thinking guy. Uh, and then, um, so I still kind of coordinate with him on some other stuff, but Matt and him had been working together and kind of brainstorming together for a, a while and they've become close. And so when Matt was describing kind of, you know, some of the issues and problems or just not, not so much problems, but the impediments to progress of the agricultural community and the farming community, um, Brian, our mutual friend, uh, basically said, Hey, I got a guy you should probably meet. And so that kind of prompted, you know, Matt and some of the farming co-op members to come down in your winter meetings uh, and visit one of our innovation hubs. And that innovation hub was Special Operations Force Works, SOF, Softworks in Tampa, Florida. So it was really interesting. At first I thought, you know, my, my buddy Brian was bringing uh, a guy over and it turned out, you know, they pulled up a minibus and 20 people offloaded. And I was like, oh, this is more than a guy. But it was great because, you know, one, we got to meet some of the quote unquote end users, special operators of the agricultural community and we also got to expose them to a little bit about what we did. And so multiple meetings of farming co-op members and Matt and staff and everyone together, we, they kind of came, kept coming through Tampa because you're having all your winter meetings, which was great. And after a while, um, it kind of became both like, not what if we could do this, but why, why aren't we doing this? You know, why aren't we doing this and bringing this type of activity? And I couldn't have been more in line with Matt's way of thinking is, you know, 
this is a very powerful, this, this defense works and this, this theory of thought, all these processes are a very powerful thing. And so we're just happy to try to bring all the lessons learned, all the developed procedures to the fight for better agricultural and better farming community implementation. Well, I think what we really found, Brad, was that, that land that produces food and fuel security for our, our, our country, our world, really equaled national security and global security, you could argue. I mean, wars today are being fought over land, food, fuels, um, and then no place in the world sits better to deal with that than uh, Landis's farmer owners uh, here in Iowa and across the Midwest. And when you got to meet some of those, what we call operators now, which you, that for you, it's mostly soldiers now and farmers. And uh, it was it was really eye-opening that, that our differences weren't near what we thought. You know, the things you're working on, like data, autonomous, and equipment, roll right into innovation that our farmers are needing and looking for and how they progress into the future. So it was, it was, it was really an eye-opening experience. We go neat, but this is just killing time. And it turned out to be a lot more than that when it was said and done. Well, and I think one of the coolest things about that, that first day and that first tour is that it wasn't just you guys, there was a room full of farmers and, and Landis farmer owners in there as well. Matt, what are some of the biggest challenges that you're hearing directly from our farmer owners and some of the things on their mind that that, that something like Landworks could help potentially solve? Well, that list is, as you know, very is long, but our, our farmers have been really clear through those winter meetings, particularly around uh, data and how that ties out to downstream consumer sustainability. You know, that's a, a big bucket that all of us tackle, no matter what industry or, or world you're in. I would say health insurance was the one that was embarrassing for me that I did not realize the cost and strain that that had on our farmer owners that we already have found some great leads that will, I believe, lead to different solutions and and, a, and an option list for our farmers to decide what's best for them and their operations and their families, which is, is intriguing and, and nice. Um, capital needs, you look at that, the interest rates here recently, we just had another 25 basis point increase by the feds or the Federal Reserve. So, you know, that that continues to be a, a stress and a tax on them. And then, I, I, you know, the last but not least is, is how we change the game for them, right? How they get paid as farmers for the good work they're doing. No longer can it just be a price per bushel for number two yellow corn. You know, how do, does the work they're going to add into that, that, that extra revenue or value that we see downstream? And walk into any grocery store, you see it in the meat counter and any of the, the shelved foods that there are premium price products based on what ultimately farmers started back on the farm. And I'm sad to say, and as their co-op, we need to fix that. We've got to bring that money back home. And I said it today and I mean it, you know, the, the cooperative system is a powerful system if ran correctly. And 50, 60, 70 years ago, no doubt, what our great grandparents put in motion was, was right on track. And we've just stayed in that rut. And now it's, it's about patronage and mergers and profit. And any of that in the cooperative system came from the back of the farmer, you know, that, that they're trying to make money on Then We hold retained earnings and do all that. We've got to get focused on what they need to be successful tomorrow and well into the future. And the core of a grain agronomy and, and so on is still important. 
but there's so much more to that journey now that, that you just can't go back to the 80s and 90s and let's just keep living that same life. And, and you've had that same experience with some of the industry that, that's involved in national security. Oh, well said. Uh, and, and, you know, the bottom line for, for us and, you know, entering into this is, you know, I always go back to just a very simple statement is process drives product and product drives process and the cycle keeps going and going. So if you can instill innovative processes into your community, into your culture, then innovative products will be driven right? They'll be implemented. So you'll be able to achieve those empowering impact metrics that you can, you can get to support your culture, to support your community of interest. So again, yeah, there's, there's just so much kind of interconnectivity with the things going on in larger scale governmental structures, larger scale innovation, research development, and the agricultural community. And I think that this, this Landworks platform, this Landworks hub will be empowering to the farmer and to the farming community to be able to plug in and leverage that and be transparent with that, share resources to collect, to understand, to have folks that are non-traditional in this, in this space come in and turn into traditional solution providers. Too much of the innovation in the United States, in my own personal perspective, is on the coasts. Middle America has not been served the way it could. And so what we want to do and what I think we're collectively doing here is we're bringing, we're bringing that innovation into middle America where it really belongs, right? Bringing it here to empower the people that actually secure our food for our nation, our land security, our supply chain, all the things that are critical, as Matt said, to our infrastructure. We're going to empower them now with tools that they should have had long ago, but we're here. Well, and I think the other piece of that, Brad, that you've been very passionate about with this neutral platform that we're creating here. It's not just about land. It's, it's about everyone helping in that large, world's largest ecosystem you have is also creating an environment where if a farmer develops a great idea, they've got a safe place to come now and protect that and their right to whatever revenues they can generate off that and solution instead of people s stealing it and, and them not seeing a dime from it. That's wrong. Yeah, that's the that's kind of the magic behind these is, you know, there's, there's things, you know, we call them tech transfer. So that's like the internal ideas in the IP developed by the farming community spinning out to potential commercialization, right? The tech technology transfer aspect, but then also protecting their IP and allowing them to collect capital, collect revenue and build a business and support their families and support their communities. The other thing is tech transition, looking, you know, they're going to float problems into this. Farmers and co-op members and agricultural leaders are going to float problems into this platform, into this Landworks hub. And we're going to be able to go out, leverage this expansive ecosystem to bring in solution providers, to get them on board with solving agricultural problems, right? And so that, that kind of just keeps feeding itself and it keeps creating. And so this actually expands this ecosystem quite a bit to leverage across these different things. And so another great thing, and I know you haven't asked this yet, Mary, but I just can't stand not talking about it because I love it. The workforce development aspect of this, the future workforce of America for the agricultural community, the STEM and STEAM initiatives, the K through 12 stuff, that I mean, we are extremely passionate and extremely well position to do some great impact work there. And so we've already had great conversations with Iowa State, we've already had great conversations with multiple institutions and universities that we can't wait to get involved with land work. So we're, uh, we're more than happy to bring that to the fight. So we're, we're just happy to be here. Well, it's a great, you know, it's this, the, the audience can't see it, but we've got Grace here that's a senior, I believe, in high school and, and a part of a, a rural community and that. And this is what they're looking for, right? They want to be able to come back and find ways to work on the farm and off the farm and how we create these opportunities with things like Landworks and put real people that get these rural communities and our farmers' needs in addition to the staff we've got just 
so exciting and be able to do that through STEM and, and others. It's it's an awesome opportunity. Bottom line there is if you don't leave it better than you found it, were you ever really? She's on you, right? So yeah. we're going to leave it way better than we found it. So happy. Brad, what gets you most excited about getting involved with farmers and getting yeah. into agriculture? Well, one, I mean, some of the most innovative people I think I've ever met, just talking with some of the ones that came through Softworks and, you know, down in Tampa, the problem sets, you know, it's it's really interesting to see because the problem sets are very similar when it's all boiled down to, okay, what is the key root issue here? The issue is they don't have the right solutions. They don't have access to the right solutions. They don't have a pathway to actually have the knowledge to get to the right. And, but yet every day they're, in, you know, they're, they're having problems that they need to solve out on the far forward edge, out there in the field, working with their, their folks, working with their families. And this is critical to what we're doing for national security because if they can't solve their problems, if they're not empowered, if they're not able to solve these hard problems and our food security kind of goes down and you know, the agricultural community isn't doing as well as it could, that's our whole country. That's our nation state. That's our worldwide global power, you know, competition type stuff. So I get super excited because one, I, I feel and I see the need for this. Two, we've done so much and we've been so, so um, blessed and fortunate to be involved in so many different innovation hubs that I see the connection. So when Matt and, the, you know, you, you folks came down to Tampa, I could already start in my mind, start connecting the dots and say, oh my gosh, plug them in here, 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 here. And then it was like, yeah, they need one because there's so much interconnectivity. So that, and, uh, and again, I'll just say the thing that gets me most excited too is empowering the next generation of agricultural members and farmers. That is super, super fun because one, you have a platform to do it. You have the wherewithal to do it. You have the expertise. You're going to have the culture now to do it, which you guys have already been doing great at Landis, with the Landis Co-op. So now you have an implementation agent. You have a tool in your tool belt to kind of go out and accomplish these goals. So it's going to be a lot of fun with the interns, a lot of fun with the workforce development, a lot of fun with the university partners, then bringing non-traditional, seeing how a company that had nothing to do with agriculture, that had algorithm development for drones, now they come in and say, actually, we developed this for something completely different, but it's directly applicable. At puzzle pieces, that's that's kind of how this stuff works. It's going to be awesome. Matt, you eat, sleep, and breathe agriculture. What gets you most excited about what Landworks will bring to the future of our farmers? I think there's three things for me. One is the, the cadence and expertise they bring, right? This is the 12th uh, innovation hub. So they've been there, they've done it, and, and the problems are, are similar and, and solutions are there. Second, and I can't dwell on it enough, this ecosystem, over 140,000 uh, individuals with bright minds, uh, great experience in this space that, that's there, the world's largest, having access to that, that's bigger for our farmer uh, owners listening in, that's bigger than probably all of that combined. Uh, in fact, I'm almost certain it would be. So this is such a big play that is way bigger than one company or, or a few coming together. It's just hard to imagine. And the last that Brad doesn't like to talk about, but I do, is is the funding. Be available to, to reach out to private, public, um, of all walks of life to find funding to drive these solutions and really get creative. It's a big part of what I think you've done very successfully with the other 11 and will definitely be a part of the journey here as we've got to keep our, our, our money or powder dry for our farmers and, and our insights and infrastructure. And this can, can really on its own start standing up and being its own uh, self-funded journey in the years to come. And that's exciting to see and, and shows the power of this coming together. Awesome. So what can our farmers expect next? 
Well, I think first is getting on uh, landworks.org, yep. yep. L-E-N-D-W-E-R-X.org. And if you have an idea, have a thought, have a challenge, this is your meeting to get right into to my guy here to to the left of me and uh, and talk about what is on your mind, what your needs are. Feel free to bring those in to any of the Landis locations as well, or on our own website, we can get them popped over to Landworks too. Um, but that's the call to action because we won't be successful this if we don't get all engaged. The ecosystem, our farmer owners, uh, our expansion geographies across the Midwest, when we all pull this direction, it really puts the power in the growth of this opportunity, would be my statement. Yeah, 100%. So what I would say is, I mean, this is a call to action. We, I mean, if you're listening into the press release earlier and the activity earlier, the call to action is this. If you're if you're a government counterpart, if you're in the government, get involved, right? I mean, reach out. Let's have a conversation of how you can empower and share resources, not only just funding, but application, you know, added manufacturing and manufacturing connections different resources from the small business development, things like that in the local area. How do we empower this agricultural community? If you're, if you're in the, you know, the school, the academics and the academic side, you're in the, you know, the university side, Hey, we have, we're gonna have a burgeoning, a really, really good intern program. Right. And so we're setting that up now and your expertise in basic and applied research that will feed this agricultural innovation. Right. And so that will really, really help bolster this up. And then if you're on the farming side and the co-op side and your users, join the ecosystem. All of all walks of life should be joining this ecosystem and then wanting to come, be chopping at the bit to come in here and, co- and coordinate and kind of get together and collaborate on problem sets. So this will be a physical landing zone. So all we, this will also be a hybrid and kind of virtual landing zone on the page. We'll be posting different events. We'll be hosting collaboration sessions. We'll be doing all these different things and running assessments. We'll be running research and development, prototyping projects, all in support of um, the agricultural community and the farmer. So the call to action is just get involved. There'll be ways to do that on landworks.org. That's the first drop in the bucket, as Matt mentioned. Push your problems in, join the ecosystem, get involved. Don't sit back and wait for stuff to happen. This is for you, so it's up to you to drive it to. And when you talk about joining the ecosystem, that's getting on landworks.org and putting in your contact information. Correct. Uh, Or if you come here to the connector, that will automatically enroll you in that. So it's not hard. There's no cost to it. It's all a, a, a valuable easy, system. Easy and free. So we're not we're not one of those pay-to-pay consortiums. This is a free-to-play, world's largest innovation ecosystem. The other really cool stuff is once you're in the ecosystem, we're not giving out bagels in the break room type emails all the time, right? It's more along, along the lines of, hey, opportunity, novel innovation activities, here's your chance to get involved and push in your ideas. If you have problems that you're experiencing out on your farm, we want to know about them. That could be the problem that hundreds of others farmers are experiencing and we could actually help. So happy to do that. Very good. Well, Brad and Matt, thank you for your time today. Thank you to our farmers for tuning in and listening. Again, as they said, visit landworks.org. That's L-A-N-D-W-E-R-X.org where you can connect with us, join that ecosystem. And, you know, with everything we do here, this cooperative is about you. Just, Just the same way this innovation will be all about you. So We hope you engage with us and reach out. We're looking forward to what's to come.